All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Modern Visual Podcast Show. Joe Stevens, host, marketing MVP, all around legend, preceded only by the boss man himself, Luke Truen. <laughs> How are you going, guys? <laughs> all right, so we're back today, guys. We're going to hit you with another quick little episode, and we're going to talk about social media marketing in 2019. Luke is a big part of what we do here. Honestly, I can't even think about where to start with this topic because there's so many different platforms, so many different touch points for the consumer to represent, you know, to see the representation of someone's brand. Um, I guess we start with the OG platform, the Zuck, the <laughs> Facebook. Maybe we start there. Yeah, I mean, Facebook is obviously the behemoth platform that, uh, you know, is almost like the go-to, I'd say, uh, for most businesses. And I think it's what, when, say, a business comes to us, I think the first thing they think about when we're going to do a social media marketing package for them would be the Facebook. Yep. No, exactly right. Um, so Facebook's gone through a big, well, I can't even begin to say how many changes over the years when it comes to paid advertising, um, how you get engagement, how you get exposure for your posts and really making that algorithm particularly difficult to get it for free especially um so if we were going to start right now you know we've got someone coming to us for a consultation and you know we're going to give them advice on how we're going to basically put them together a package for for facebook to market their business um where do we start and essentially what are the key points they need to address yeah, I mean, what we typically do is start with even rewinding before social media. Uh, we want to learn a lot about their business to make sure we're prescribing the right solution. So, you know, looking at who their ideal clients might be, um, you know, the type of person they want to try and attract to the business most profitable. Yep. We'll also look at what their brand looks up. Uh, sorry, looks like what makes up their brand, uh, what their actual business goals are, and why they do what they do on a daily basis. And that just allows us to then, as I mentioned earlier, prescribe that solution. So I like you know, that word, prescribe. It's like, yeah, yeah. You know, I always say to my staff, you've got to be the doctor. Um, you have to prescribe the solutions, be the, be the professional and be the doctor. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, Facebook is the most common platform from a social media point of view. Um, that you would go to, obviously in certain circumstances, depending on who that ideal client is trying to attract, they might not hang out on Facebook or, you know, within the context of what they do from a, a business point of view or what you do from a business point of view. Um, like they're active on Facebook, but not from a professional standpoint. Yeah, because you want to try and capitalize on the platform that most is most suitable. So Instagram, you know, for a, a young fashion-based business might be the go-to, yeah. but predominantly, you know, Facebook is the one for most, most businesses. So, yeah. So, to, you know, from a, from a package point of view or what we look for, uh, yeah, again, just trying to work out what direction the client's trying to head and who they're trying to attract. Yep. And that's when, you know, and honestly, I think half the time the clientele don't even have the answers to those questions. And that's something we have to bring out of them yeah. and develop with them is saying, okay, because I think the misconception with Facebook, especially you have a business owner come in and like, I've heard social media marketing is the way, take my money for Facebook yep. and I'm just going to sit back and wait for the calls to come in. Yeah, that's right. I mean, a lot of people, um, you know, their neighbor will <laughs> lean over the fence and say, oh my God, I'm now on Facebook. I, you have to be on there. Yeah. And they're in a completely different industry or business and they're trying to attract different types of people. So yeah, I think it's all about again just choosing that right platform for you and if you're going to do it yourself obviously choosing something that you're good at as well not just um, obviously because you have to and uh, obviously if you're getting it done professionally then it shouldn't really matter you know mm. you, you do what's best for you for best for your business and who you're trying to attract I think what you talked about there was identifying 
you know, specific clientele, like who are you targeting, geographic, whether it's uh, demographic, whatever it looks like. And then those particulars, like if you want to talk about paid ads, uh, for us especially, like if a client doesn't come to us with a clear picture or if we need to help them develop that clear picture, it's really the only way to get a good ROI on your ad spend and where things are going as far as trying to generate more leads for that client. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Facebook asks you, you know, who you're targeting. So, you know, demographic might be age, gender, location, net worth, ethnicity, uh, you know, what are the motivations of that person? What are, what are their challenges and what are they trying to face? So a lot of people almost skip that part and, you know, hope for the best and cross their fingers when it comes to Facebook. And then they blame Facebook for not working when it's just more, you know, what, what it does in the time frame around yep. ROI. And uh, yeah, because it is a reasonably long term investment as well, I think. Yeah, and that's the the mistake a lot of people make. They think it's an on off switch, and they're used to traditional mass marketing media such as yep. TV and radio and yellow pages and stuff like that. Um, wow. It's completely different now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, yellow pages are good for booster seats for you know, your kid at, at the di- uh, dinner table. That's about <laughs> it. Yeah, it's um, it's a unique journey seeing seeing every business come in and learning. You know, first of all, what their business is about with us and who they're trying to target and, and what their market is. And some businesses have that, but a lot don't. And uh, moving that then into trying to market Facebook is uh, is a journey in itself before we even launch the campaign. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, they're just trying to go straight in again for the kill <coughs> and um, not wanting to do that groundwork first. And um, you know, Facebook and the algorithms are all about learning. Um, you know, what's best and you just have to let it run its course um, before, you know, you're going to get that return on investment and, you know, it all depends on your industry as well and yep. um, that's going to obviously um, dictate how long you, you know, before you do get that return. So to finish Facebook up real quick, what would the tips you would be to give the listener that's got his own business, that's doing some dabbling with some Facebook marketing, <coughs> excuse me, uh, what would you say to them as far as before they engage someone like us? You know, what's the tips for them to get the most out of their campaigns before they would maybe try to step up to that professional level and come to us? Yeah, I mean, first thing to say there is, you know, if you're not a marketer, don't try and do your own social media. And that's not because we're trying to get business from you. It's simply the fact that, you know, if you're not into marketing, you don't understand how it works, mm. then, you know, you're going to be pretty useless when it comes to Facebook. I mean, it's like a helicopter, trying to fly a helicopter when you're not a helicopter pilot. I mean, it is, obviously the risks aren't there, or well, they could be financial risks. Um, I'd say there's massive financial yeah, risks. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And, you know, the other thing I'd say is don't be impatient. It mm. is something that takes time to build up and it's not going to be an on-off switch like I mentioned earlier. It, it does take time to, you know, get ROI. And, you know, if it was a magic pill, then, you know, everybody would be very well off thanks to Facebook, but they're not. Yeah, that's true. And I think probably my two cents on that from the marketing side of this business would be, I think that your average business owner, uh, you know, even if they're not in the position to come to a company like ours would be, you need to understand the separation between your personal attachment to your brand and the perception of your brand to the public. And I think a lot of business owners, you see when they do their own marketing, they put stuff out they want the public to yep. see, they think makes their business look cool, they're attached to. Yep. And in reality, that's not what the public's in the market for. That's not what the public's buying your product for. And um, sometimes that it's hard to have that separation when you're in the day-to-day and uh, you need to understand that as a brand, because we have brands come to us and I literally say to you or to them, I'm like, look, I have nothing to sell. We don't have a brand that people are interested in. And they'll say, no, we do. We've got this, we've got that. But I'm like, that's not what your customer's in the market for. And having yeah. that understanding is, uh, 
sometimes it's tough to have when you're in, in it so much. Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, the marketing's <laughs> for the ideal client. It's not for you. Yeah. You're not for you or your friends or family. You're trying to attract people to your business that are quite profitable. And um, yeah, that means actually discovering what their needs are and what their challenges are as a person and being able to say we're the solution to your problems uh, in a fun and engaging way through social media. That's it. I think you need to hit the nail on the head there. Engagement is... It's what it's all about now because with Facebook, let's finish Facebook on, on this point. But, you know, if you're running a business page or, a, a, a you know, a personal brand page, athlete page, whatever you want to call it, you are not getting engagement and exposure and, unless you're putting out high quality content that's engaging or you're paying. That's the only two ways that page is getting seen. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, since the start of 2018, Facebook basically flicked the switch around, uh, you know, prioritizing friends, family and community over businesses. So businesses were getting a lot of free exposure yeah. prior to 2018. I like the way they did that too. Like, no, we're going to give you more of what you used to have. Yeah. But most of you got a business page, so That's you're going right. to pay for that now. Yeah, so there's less real estate now you can purchase on that news feed because of that change. So yeah. if you do want to get seen and get out to the customers that you're trying to attract, then unfortunately, you know, you do have to pay and you know, never really before in history has there been such a free, effective medium. So obviously it was inevitable that they were eventually, as a business, going to make that decision to charge. Yeah, they were going to monetize it. It was coming. I think people were naive to think it wasn't. But I mean, you think about Facebook coming out in what, 06, 07. We had a long run of that platform developing before they hit us with the yeah the, the financial implications of it. Um, I think actually I'll do one more point before I move on from Facebook. So again, we have like businesses come to us and some of them somehow, if they're a startup, they don't even have a Facebook page yet. We, you know, you do a startup page for them. Um, but again, trying to explain to the public that are watching this or listening to this, sorry, that, um, Hey, if you're starting up a Facebook page right now, you're not going to have 10,000 likes in two weeks. It doesn't work like that anymore. You're not going to have hundreds of comments, hundreds of likes on your pictures and your content. It's a slow build now. It's a very slow burn unless you want to invest thousands and thousands of dollars. And even then you, you know, you've got to be very specific that you're not attracting just people to follow it. Just likes it's got to be you know, engagement from an actual customer base that's going to purchase from you. Yeah, I mean, end of the day, you need a number of likes for credibility's sake, but uh, with targeting, it's not really about how many likes you have because pe most people that like your page won't potentially see your posts or your ads um, because you do target people specifically. Uh, the amount of likes don't really mean much no, at all. It's so, not like it used to be a currency, but it's kind of dissolving pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, they, they've obviously made changes over time. And as Joe was sort of saying, it, you know, it is a long-term investment. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if you're going for quick wins, even, you know, within a six or 12-month time frame, it's not really for you. Um, yes, you can run ads on their own. Uh, but again, even that takes time to get right and to, you know, tweak the algorithm and the performance and the metrics of uh, what we're doing. So, yeah, if, if you are you know, getting into social media, stick with it. Don't just think it's going to be an overnight sort of, you know, success yeah. game changer for your business because it's not. It's just a, it's another tool in your belt um, mm -hmm. for growing your business. And, you know, every, every, every tool has its own sort of unique uh, reason to be there. It does. And I think that's something that we're going to address. There's a few different uh, pods I want to do with this and we'll illustrate to you guys how to construct a Facebook marketing campaign, which I think will be great. For you, um, for you guys that are watching at home, but also I want to do a, an overall sort of marketing blueprint of how you know you've got your sales, uh, your sales systems, you've got your website, you've got your um, social media marketing campaign, you've got your AdWords, you've got your SEO. Like, there's so many different 
um, avenues to create a holistic marketing campaign for your business that, like you said, or like we just said a few times, people just think, oh, I'll take my money for Facebook. It's going to blow my business up. It's like, man, there's so many different ways that you need to approach this and so many different touch points that you have nowadays through through these things right here. Yep. You know, um, but that's more stuff I'm going to put out. So, all right, Zuckerberg's done, or I guess Instagram will be next. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, Instagram's obviously uh, different to Facebook. Instagram is very much a um, you know a visual sort of platform where people go there to see high quality, inspiring imagery. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, then again, that's a little bit of a mistake people make. They'll uh, you know they'll reshare a post from Facebook to Instagram, etc. When people are probably seeing their content twice. So yeah, yeah. Um, Facebook people don't go on Facebook just to see high quality images. Um, whereas obviously they go on Instagram mainly for that sort of thing. Yeah, I think it's funny, even though they're both an entertainment social media platform, the split in content of recent years has been quite obvious where those platforms are going. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Instagram utilizes hashtags in a big way yep. uh, as well, whereas uh, Facebook, some people like to flood their Facebook posts with a number of hashtags. Yeah, it uh, looks a bit silly. And they, no one uses hashtags it on just, Facebook. It just looks like grandma's hashtag and yeah, exactly. mashing on the keypad. Um, so let's talk about Instagram, right? So if we had a few tips we could give to the listeners and the viewers right now that, uh, you know, I hope you're not launching an Instagram page in 2019 because that is a that is a tough uphill battle you're going to face to get seen to get followers to get engagement um but hey if you are hit us up we'll help you out but um you know you've got an established page doing okay engagement you know is representing your brand let's say you do have a sales system so let's say you are say doing e-com you are doing a fashion brand or something like that what advice can we give uh that you know joe the consumer that's got his instagram page he's got his little e-com store uh, where does he go from here to grow his leads, landing on his website to grow his sales? What does he need to do through Instagram to do that? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing is put some rules in place around the type of content you're going to be posting. So just make sure that every single post is within an overall strategy. You're not posting for the sake of posting. Yep. Um, second thing would be every image has to be high quality, intent based. What is the reason I'm posting this image? Yeah. Um, I mean, Instagram as well now has shopping built in. So you can tag your your images with particular links to your shopping. Um, People can obviously even check out through Instagram as well. So it's it's moving in a big way. It's going to be potentially the new e-commerce platform um, where, you know, you're buying straight from Instagram. Uh, Hashtags are obviously a big deal as well. A lot of people don't really understand them or, you know, how they should use them. Especially trying to grow a following. It's a big thing. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly how people find you through Instagram is through your hashtags and um, even getting a little bit local is sometimes a good start if you're a local business so you know we're obviously um, you know in the southeast on the Mornington Peninsula so even using you know hashtags like the ninja as an example a, <laughs> a well-known hashtag uh, just to get found um, you know this this is all about awareness at the start and just getting your name out there to as many people as you can to begin with and that's where using the right hashtags is a big help yeah, I believe so too. And I think that's a big thing you just talked about with, say, the ability for Instagram to have e-com shopping through the platform now. Because um, previously, you know, we'd advise that a lot of companies uh, or businesses or sole traders, entrepreneurs, whatever, they go on these, what I call, because I've done it myself with my own brand, you know, you go content rampage. You just start blasting stuff out every day, every day, every day. And it's like people are like, oh, cool, liking it, liking it. Yeah, sweet. But there's there's no direction okay, well, where do I go from this post to purchase your product? And I think now the shopping features in Instagram, that's a big thing. But before that, if you didn't, um, 
you know, if you didn't have that ability to in, embed your message or embed your offer in the post, which a lot of people struggle with, uh, it's like, right, you're putting out content, you're paying for all this production, but what's it actually doing? Yeah, I mean, they also have obviously the link in your bio. So that's something that's a little bit annoying having to put a link, uh, yeah. you know, to be clicked. I mean, people are lazy. They don't want to look for that stuff. Yeah, exactly right. I think um, a big change came with Instagram stories around, uh, you know, being able to uh, learn more or swipe up. And that's yeah. something that changed the game as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a big. Uh it's, again, just different avenue. When you think about the app itself and you've got posts, you've got stories, and you know, now you've got the ability to shop through the post and you've got the ability to, to swipe up and shop through the story, just in his example for, for e-com, but there's so many different applications for different business, uh, you know, different businesses through that app. Um, some we'll talk about in more detail, I think, in, in another pod as far as getting specific, but we're just getting warmed up with these. We don't want to keep them too long. Yeah. Um, and I think, I'd say Facebook and Instagram We'll leave that there because you've got Twitter, you've got your other social media platforms, um, which they have a certain relevance to a specific, I'd say in Australia, you know, Twitter in America is a different story. Twitter in Australia, I I don't know how the application resonates to the average business or the average consumer. It's more of a celebrity platform, I feel, in this country. Um, What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it's basically in decline, uh, Twitter. And we look at all the statistics on a regular basis and yeah, it's more for personalities and politicians and, you know, people to have a status update on what they're sort of doing. Yeah. Um, it's not something we do a lot of. And again, it's all about capitalizing on the platforms that are going to give you the most return. So for us, it's almost a bit of a back burner sort of platform. It would be there for the right client, but yeah, I think you're right. And I think in America, it's a little bit different because you've got the Hollywood, uh, celebrity, uh, per, uh, what's the word I'm looking for there? Celebrity culture, where everyone wants to follow what everyone's doing over there. Uh, but yeah, over here is a little different. But mm. we'll, we'll probably come back with another episode about different um, the other social media channels because there are a lot of different platforms out there. <coughs> and uh, we'll give you guys some advice on those as well.